Hello, I am Tracy Otsuka, your host of ADHD for Smartass Women. You know how much I love ADHD success stories, right? And it's even better when I'm able to have a little hand in creating that success story and know that my work is making a difference in an ADHD woman's life because, well, gold stars, friends, and you know how I feel about gold stars. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to share with you in this short bonus podcast format, the journey of some of the women I've had the privilege of working with. I'd like to introduce you to the amazing Julianne Decker. Julianne earned her bachelor's degree in marketing from the University of Massachusetts and her master's degree in training and development from Lesley University in Cambridge. She is a coach and an expert in leadership program design and delivery with broad work experience in industries such as technology, banking, consumer goods, retail, and finance. So Julianne, welcome. So the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about your ADHD first. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. So when were you diagnosed? Well, officially, I was diagnosed for my 55th birthday gift to myself. I had known probably the majority of my life that something was different. I knew that I had struggles and I just sort of went with it because I didn't know any different. My parents didn't know any different. It was a generation that didn't really dig too deep to understand that type of thing. So I just went with it, but I struggled through high school. I struggled through college, but I was determined to make something of myself despite it. So I just kept going. Did you know that you were smart? I didn't. I didn't. I I really thought I was not because part of my silliness was it covered up for my forgetfulness. I was an incredible child that would forget everything. I would go down to play at the neighbor's house and their mother at the end of the week would call and say, we have a box of belongings for Julian. And it ended up being kind of comedy and fodder for the family. We would talk about Julianne's stories. I'd lock the keys in the car while the car was running. I'd forget things at school and my father's saying would be, you know, Julian, if your head wasn't attached, you'd lose that too. And so through that, I kind of got the messages that these were funny stories and they were silly, but they also equated to me not being smart. So I did do some counseling at one point. How old would and you have been? I probably was in my, I'm going to guess 30s. And I started inquiring about it and talking to a counselor about it. And she was like, well, if you're intrigued, I have somebody that you could talk to and, you know, they can assess you and find out if it's right for you. And so I agreed and I went and it was a questionnaire that this doctor asked me to fill out. So I brought it to my mother. So it was the first time, interestingly enough, I had a conversation with my mother. She seemed a smidge apprehensive just in the, you know, what's this all about? And, and are you sure you have something? I think you're fine. And all right, just to humor you, I, I will do this. But it definitely took some nudging on my part to get her to do it. And as she was going through the questions that, about how I show up in the world, I think there were some light bulbs that went on for her because she thought, well, that's interesting. That's interesting because she didn't know a lot about it. So it was really educating her in some ways. So she completed the questionnaire and then I did a self-questionnaire and I brought it back to the doctor's office. 
And when I got there, it was this gentleman and he looked through the documentations. Now, again, this is really my second visit with him for this. What I'm expecting is some type of diagnosis or understanding of where my brain is at. Mm -hmm. And he takes the paperwork that's probably three to five pages long. And he just looks at it. There's no introductions. There's no niceties to me. There's no explanation of how he's going to work. He just keeps going, mm, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm, mm. And I am there for probably 15 to 20 minutes. And I even interjected a couple of times to get him to talk to me. And he said, nope, just give me a minute. And so about 20 minutes later, he looked at me and he said, yep, classic signs. You know, you have the big three, you have anxiety, you have depression, and you have ADHD. So by the end of this, you're going to be like most of my clients. I'm probably going to be your best friend. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you all of these medications and they're going to help you. And I walked out feeling like I got slapped upside the head. It wasn't just the diagnosis. I just felt like it was this dog and pony show. Like, what was that that just happened? It didn't... I felt like just from the sheet of paper, I feel like I needed something more scientific. Just the way that he treated it, it felt like I was just like one more in the the wheel. And he didn't explain at all what ADHD looks like, the symptom, nothing. No. Very brief, very succinct, as though this was just one more person that he was seeing throughout the day and diagnosing and coming to him. So what happened after you got that diagnosis in your mid-30s? Did you do anything with it? You know, I was so dismayed by the way that it was handled that it really was a turnoff for me. Did you not trust it? I didn't trust it. I didn't trust the doctor more than not trusting the diagnoses. I think I always trusted the diagnoses, and I think I always knew that that was the case. So... I just said, well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. What difference is it going to make? Just keep going. And so I just kept going. You were diagnosed how long ago? How many months ago? Uh, One year ago. One year ago. January. Yes. Got it. Okay. So you went back and got diagnosed. I did. And tell me about your second experience. How did that work out? So I decided that I want to do something that to me felt more authentic and felt more scientific. So I went to a very reputable hospital in the Boston area. We're known for our hospitals here. And I went to Brigham and Women's and they have a neurology center where they will test you. So I got approval from my primary care doctor to do that. And they brought me in for a three-hour test. And so about a week later, they brought me in and gave me the results and went through each various piece of the results to show me my diagnosis. And I asked the woman who was a neurologist, I said, you know, you've seen a lot of people, you have a lot of wisdom, you've been here for a long time on a scale of one to 10, where do you think that I fit in for folks that you've seen? So 10 being off the charts with ADHD and one being a mild case of ADHD. And she said, well, you're definitely probably a solid seven or eight. And I remember being blown away by that. I was like, well, I thought I had it, but I really kind of thought maybe I was on the lower scale. So it put some things into perspective for me, you know, where I was struggling and what were some key issues for me. And even in the diagnosis, I was struggling and I spoke up to talk about one of my struggles. And she said, 
What a great workaround you just showed me. You spoke up for yourself. And that is something that you are going to have to do more and more and more because not everybody knows your brain, Julianne. So you have to tell people what your brain needs so you can give it what it needs to be successful. So congratulations on your first step. I was like, (laughs) wow, look at me. So how did you feel when you walked away the second time? I definitely felt like I was home. I know that seems like something weird to say. I felt like. uh, So you trusted it. I did trust it. I knew instinctually that I had it. I've known for a long time. Really, no questions asked. I knew I had it. I think there was a sense of relief, you know, like a documentation. Someone, someone in authority told me that I have this. Even when we walked through it, it made sense. You know, it was also clear there were some areas that I did well, you know, and there are other areas where I struggle. So it felt right. That sounds wonderful. Julianne, you are also one of our AOK graduates. And through AOK, I had the privilege of getting to know you. And so I wanted to ask you why you chose to take AOK. Yeah, it was interesting. I was listening to your podcast. I was very impressed with your story. And I thought, well, what a great story. That I want that to be my victory story that I learned about my ADHD And I persevere and I stand behind my signature strengths and I prop those up. And I also grow and learn some life hacks for how I can become better. So I just loved your podcasts and the timing couldn't have been better for me. I was in a career transition. Um, I had just come back from Singapore in January for a workshop and COVID had started to hit the United States. And then the business that I was doing started to evaporate a little bit because it was in-person leadership workshops. So I continued to do the workshops remotely, but it gave me more time in my schedule. So through that, I thought, you know, this could be an opportunity to really start to peel back some of this ADHD and more specifically, how it sits inside of you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think the timing was just right. Was there anything that you were worried or concerned about when you signed up? You know, absolutely. I mean, I feel like this is the story of my life, Tracy. On my shoulders, whenever I'm making a decision is, you know, an angel or a devil. So I get the email about your course and I'm like, the angel says, oh my God, absolutely. Julian, this was made for you. Perfect timing. The content's couldn't be better. And it's with this woman that you've really learned to admire through her podcast. Like you have to take this. And then the devil showed up. (laughs) Oh, really, Julianne? You're going to do this? Sure. You're not her. And so I had both of those things going on inside of my head. But I said, nope, things are going to be different this time. I'm signing up and I'm just going to give it my all. I can back out if I want to, but I am signing up today. And I signed up before I could say no. (laughs) You did the five-second rule, right? I totally did the five-second rule. Mel Robbins was in my head saying, five, (laughs) four, three, two, one. Go. Mm -hmm. 
So what was your journey like working through AOK? Like, how did it all turn out? It was fantastic. I mean, such a network of women in the community. I mean, that was something I did not see coming. I just thought I'd sit at my desk, I'd do my work, I'd hand it in and I'd get my checks and I'd feel good about myself. But the opportunity to talk in the chat and Facebook chat about things that were going on in my life where people would add to it or comment on it, but also things that I probably had thought about but never was courageous enough to put into a chat. Those things were out there. And I thought, oh my God, I get to learn that I am not alone, that other people are going through this. And what brilliant women, because they had great hacks and turnarounds and advice and guidance and perspectives and opinions. I was like such a plethora of wisdom that it just empowered me to keep going. Even in those moments where you feel like, oh, God, I've got a lot on my plate this week. Am I going to be able to do it? I was encouraged by everyone. And that was huge. We've been talking about Your ADHD Brain is A-OK, the strength-focused coaching program that I built using my patented cartography system to help ADHD women learn how to trust themselves and answer that, what do I do with my life question. Many ADHD women have told me, I'm scared to say this out loud, but I really believe that I'm meant to do so much more. I'm meant to do something big, but I don't know what. And I can so relate to that. You know, I had always chalked it up to the fact that, I don't know, I was just more ambitious. I mean, we know, right, that drivenness is a form of hyperactivity. A big part of my ADHD was the sense that I knew I had more potential than I was actually tapping into. And I now know that's an ADHD thing, a nine-to-five job collecting a paycheck, working for 30 years on stuff we don't really care about, and then riding off into the sunset to retirement. <sighs> no, that's just not us. In order to live to our potential, obviously, we have to be passionate about what we're working on, right? We have these brains of interest. But what are the right things that we should be working on? We don't have a deficit of attention like they tell us we do, right? Like the name attention deficit hyperactivity disorder says we do. We have a surplus of attention. We are interested in so much. And so sometimes it can seem like we're just all over the place. So how do we make sure that of our many interests, we're pursuing the right ones? Because what is the point of being on the highest tree in the forest if you're in the wrong damn forest? You've heard me say this many times, right? And no one teaches us this. I'd read every self-help book, took countless personality tests. I hired career counselors and even a life coach. But I just couldn't connect those dots in a way that was useful to me. So that's why I created Your ADHD Brain is A-OK, -okay, because I needed that step-by-step -step system to tidy my ADHD brain and make sure that I never forgot what I had already learned about myself. I didn't want to continually reinvent the wheel every time I get sidetracked by another bright, shiny, squirrel-like object. You know what I'm talking about, right? My brain needed a process. It needed a structure. It needed a system. 
Instead of going from the outside in and trying to fit in, you know, what's my Meyer Briggs or my strong inventory or which Enneagram am I? What we're doing here is we're going from the inside out and we're really figuring out who you are first and what's important to you. Your ADHD brain is A-OK. We call it A-OK. It includes live coaching with me every week and a private community of women that's off of Facebook that are just like you. The program has been built specifically for your ADHD brain. I love this podcast, but A-OK, it's my most favorite thing that I get to do. I literally feel like I watch caterpillars turn into butterflies and frankly soar. And I know that probably sounds so cheesy, but it is true. So if you go to spyhappy.me forward slash AOK right now and use the code podcast SAS, you'll get $500 off the program just for being one of my brilliant podcast listeners. I would just love to get to know you personally. The URL, one more time, is spyhappy.me forward slash AOK. So let's get back to Julianne. So Julianne, what were you hoping to achieve? For me, I felt like there was this a third, a third, and a third of my life that I was living. My first third was, you know, kind of the wild Julianne side that just lived authentically and did her own thing and uh, just lived life to the fullest. And then I went through another third of my life where I had some traumatic events happen in college that just kind of uprooted me a little bit and made me really focus and kind of get more buttoned up and become more organized and more disciplined about my work. And I kind of had put a serious side onto my face. And there were a lot of value that came from that. But the last third of my life, I felt like, you know what? I need to blend those two. I need to find some of that authentic, fun-loving, energetic, passionate Julianne and combine it with the strong, independent, smart, hardworking Julianne. And I wanted to take those two and meld them to find out, was I living my true passion? Was I doing the work that I was meant to do? Was I living the life that I was meant to live? And that seemed like a very big thing to ask of one workshop, but that's where I was at. And that was my hope. And through it, I, I think I learned a lot. And I think I learned that, you know, everything in the two thirds of my life up until today were all gifts and all valuable lessons for me. And it's going to be what helps perpetuate me into the future. And into the future is probably going to look different because now that I have my values from this class and my superpowers and my passions and my signature strengths, I'm going to take all of those and really just recreate who I am. So did it help you get really clear on those questions that you had about, you know, what are my values exactly? What are my strengths? What are my superpowers my talents, my passion, my purpose. Absolutely. You're clear on that now. Well, I am because, you know, I always thought, well, I know what my values are. And then you gave us a list that was, you know, 60 values long. And I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> you might want to roll your sleeves up and take a deeper look at this. And it was a, a very eye-opening. Actually, Julianne, it's actually over 200. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 
my mind probably would only let me <laughs> 60 at a time. Right? Yeah. I know it was a challenge in the sense of I wanted to be all of them. I just wanted to live all of these values and that it was quite a process to shrink them down. But that process was necessary. And I'm so glad I stuck with it because it really helped me to get clear about what my values were. And it's interesting because now when I'm out in the world today, something will happen and I'll either have to make a decision or maybe I have an emotional reaction to something. And all of a sudden I go, oh, it makes perfect sense. It's touching upon one of my values. So for instance, my husband asked me to work on a brochure for him that was a a marketing brochure and he just wanted to kind of put all these words and text into it. And I had to keep selling him on a different approach. In the end, he ended up liking it, but it was really because of aesthetics and beauty is one of my top values. And it just didn't look right with all of that information. I wanted it to be clear and concise for the consumer because I was thinking about me as an ADHD person and I wanted it to look nice. And when we were done, I actually got to have a conversation with him about why I was so adamant in pushing back on him for it. And he thanked me for it, but he then also understood why it was so important to me. It wasn't just me trying to be a perfectionist or nitpick. There was a reason. And so I think that happens all the time now. It helps me understand why I make the decisions I make or why I show up the way that I show up. Yeah. And especially when we have ADHD brains, that is so important because we don't typically think like your neurotypical person would. Right. And when we can understand why we do what we do, then we can decide, okay, is this worth building a workaround? Right. Or is it like, screw that, that's who I am and I'm going to stick with it, right? Yes. And there's a lot more of that going on in my life now. Like that, you know, I'm not justifying anymore. It's who I am and it's how I'm showing up. One of the things I always wanted to do was consider myself creative, but my brain won't let me think that I'm creative because I always say, if there are other people that are more creative than me, then I can't hold space in creativity. And yet there were several people that came back and wrote that I was creative and a creative problem solver. And I thought, interesting. I think I'm creative. I want to be creative. And now the outside world is also saying, you show up as a creative. Why don't you just be creative, Julianne? And And claim it, damn it. it. Damn it. (laughs) So So it sounds sounds like decision-making is now easier. It is. It is. I have something to connect it to to see if I'm being authentic and if it makes sense. Do you know why AOK worked for you? I think it worked for me. Well, I do know why it worked for me. The course itself, which I haven't touched on at all, with a background in leadership training, training and development, I create and design workshops. And also I told you the sneak preview that aesthetics and beauty are important to me. So when I was taking this course, I thought, oh my God, this is going to be another course. It's going to be all over the board. I'm going to get confused. It's not going to make sense to me. It's going to be laid out in a way that makes it really hard. And I'm going to have to spend more time than I want to do in this. And oh boy. But I had faith that it was coming from you, somebody who was passionate about helping people learn. 
with an ADHD brain. But I still went in skeptical because this is how I make a living. And I could not have been, if I had designed it myself, I could not have been more happy with it. The videos were short snippets, but were so informative and so engaging and so real. Like you just show up so real, which I love about you. The worksheets were clear and concise about what we needed to do. You told us clear deadlines for when the work needed to be in. You gave us tools and resources to help us. And you were incredibly accessible for somebody that is as busy as you are. You know, I remember sending you a a voicemail through my text and I thought, you are pretty bold, my friend, but just do it this once and then don't bother Tracy again. And you responded back and were so generous with your commentary and it was so helpful and it was such a positive experience that I was like, wow, she's the real deal. Well, <laughs> I really didn't set you up to say no, this. <laughs> I know. But I felt like I'd do it a disservice if I didn't say it. So I really feel like that needs to be out there. If you'd like to check out what we've been talking all about, your ADHD brain is A-OK, you can go to spyhappy.me forward slash A-OK. Not only do you get the A-OK six-step program, but you also get the private community, live coaching with me every week, and our Your Relationships Are A-OK bonus. If you've struggled in one bad relationship after another, once you complete A-OK, you need this program to figure out exactly who should be in your life and who shouldn't. Besides, I would love to get to know you personally. So go to spyhappy.me forward slash A-OK And remember, if you sign up now with the code podcast SAS, you'll get $500 off just for being a podcast listener. But you need to sign up right now. As always, you're listening to ADHD for Smart Ass Women. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you at our regular time next Wednesday.